1: Sports Talk for real sports fans. 1700, the champ.
2: Hi, good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you for the next couple of hours. A jam-packed Friday. Lots of fr- football coming your way here, both college and a whole lot on the NFL. Three NFL guests, in fact, two of which... Our play-by-play voices. Dave Sinekin will be the non-play by play voice, but he blogs at theheadcheese.com for the Packers. Here is the guest list coming up today on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822, East 29th Street, Des Moines, 4108 Street, Southwest in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller, my dentist, the Fuller Family Dentistry hotline. Well, Tom Cakert's traveling, Trent Condon, so we've got John Camp, the wise old owl, is going to uh, preview Penn State and Iowa coming up here at about 11.15. Uh, From that, we go to the Cyclones. Dylan Montz will join us. Uh, He'll give us a preview of Texas Tech and Iowa State. Of course, Dylan writes for the Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com, to read Dylan, Travis Hines, and the entire paper doing excellent work covering Iowa State, AmesTrib.com. The voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. They take on the Broncos this week at noon at Arrowhead Stadium. Mitch Holtus uh, joins us. He's brought to us by our friends at Papa John's. Uh, He's here at about 1145. Then syndicate to start the noon hour. Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings, Game of the week, Hmm. five-star Vikings. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. We'll get a preview of that with PA uh, coming up at 12.15. Trent Bama, Bob, and I will go around college football, and then
3: our picks will wrap up the week on this program. I got some burners this week. Oh, you do? I gave you last night Georgia Southern. You did? You loved that game. I'm starting. Did you back it up? Oh, I backed it up in a big way. Good. At least big way for me. I was very, very happy with that one. And Tell I me you love, didn't
2: have Baylor. No,
3: no, no. <laughs> I have a lot. In fact, I wish we could do more than just three college games this really? week. Really? I got a list of them. Huh. I'm double-fisted this week.
2: It's funny. if People see it differently, right? Because I thought this week, not stunk, that's not. I thought it was difficult
3: and to zero win. Like you, I normally don't like to, in our picks, put the locals in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't this week. But I love both Iowa, not just to cover the 6.5, but I love them on the money line. Mm-hmm. And I love Iowa State. That line's creeping back up, though, today. Well, what it is got it? as it was low five? as 3.5. Well, did it really? Two days ago, stayed there for, until wow. through yesterday, and then last night started to bump up, and it's at 5 today. I didn't see that move. So late steam coming mm-hmm. in on the Cyclones all of a sudden. And,
2: and you know what? Speaking of uh, late, uh, the forecast earlier this week was not pleasant. No. It's completely changed. It's going to be a beautiful morning and into the day And names. I mean, sunny in 63 in the, for the last Saturday in, in October, you'd sign for that in a heartbeat. Sure. So uh, if weather was scaring you away from early in the week, um, don't let that be the case at all. It's going to be gorgeous. Trent, I want to ask you about I, and I want to ask a media question here because all I right. found it um, odd, quite honestly. It, it, I want to preface this by saying I'm – guessing that it's a ratings period in television locally. Okay. That this is the fall ratings period.
3: We should probably know this. Well am may, maybe radio is different than TV. Very very well could be true. But do you know when our ratings periods uh, are I know
2: I don't care. Nah, I, I really don't. I'm gonna show up at eleven and and so are you. Yep. And we'll do our best from eleven to one if that's good enough. People will listen. If it's not they'll find something else to do. Yes. Um so it really doesn't bother me or affect me one way or the other. But I know it moves the needle television more so I think than yeah. it does in radio. Um, and I'm guessing that it must be a ratings period because why in heaven's earth, Channel Thirteen would dig into their budget, and and send a crew, a cameraman and a reporter, Justin Surrency, who I don't know much about. You and I guy. Yeah, I know he's you and I guy, but Played I don't. Football there. Good I don't football know, player. I don't know much about his television career.
3: I've always enjoyed him. I think he does a good Is job. Is he Michael Admire? now? Oh, that's a good question because he's just been on the news side. Yeah, maybe he slides into that role. Or maybe he doesn't want to be in the sports, or he maybe doesn't not. want to be pigeonholed into the sports role. But regardless, I've always enjoyed his work.
2: Well, they did a sports story yesterday. Um, Brock Purdy's been the quarterback at Iowa State for six quarters. A seven. Is it seven? It seven. seven. Yeah, that's right, because Zeb Nolan played the first series, and then he came out. Yeah. Brock Purdy's been phenomenal. Yes, he has. I, I mean, Brock Purdy has been nothing short of remarkable, and it looks as though... Matt Campbell had his quarterback for the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. I know that that's been said about Iowa State quarterbacks going back a long way.
3: Yes, it has. It really
2: and truly has. And And then
3: after about a year. Not even a year
2: in a lot of cases. Sam Richardson in the the middle of the year. There's been a bunch of them. And the next guy's always the best guy. But I think they got the best guy now. And I think that this kid is going to be spectacular. Seven quarters of football on his resume. And Channel 13 dug into their budget and sent two people to Gilbert, Arizona, To interview the parents of Brock Purdy, that's over the top trend. In fact, that is... Maybe they're making money over their hand over fist and they have to use the budget. That's the only thing I can think of. But my God, tap the brakes a little bit. Seven quarters... It's not like this kid's at Waukee. You right. know, you get in the van, yes. you drive twenty minutes and you're at the parents' house. Right. And I get that freshmen aren't allowed to speak to the media mm-hmm. and the only way you're gonna get maybe an insight is to talk to the the parents live in Gilbert, Arizona.
3: I saw it and I scratched my head too. What's what's the angle? It's here?
2: ratings. It has to be ratings because look, Iowa State fans, this has been this is how I've come to um not figure out, but this is what I when i when I s when I, when I Talk about Iowa State fans—they're a loyal bunch. Yes, they are. And if they know that they're going to that one of the TV stations is going to do a piece on one of theirs, they're going to make an appointment television
3: and tell all their friends and, and their, their brethren. Friends. Absolutely, make to sure you tune flip in. it on thirteen. Right, tune in.
2: Um, so that has to be the case. But I just found it really odd mm-hmm. that seven quarters into a kid's career that they're going again, not to Southeast Polk, not going <laughs> to Reynolds,
3: not even the Quad Cities, right. or Mason City, or Minneapolis, Chicago. Arizona. I don't. I mean, you. Of course, you can drive there. Yeah. But why would you? This has got to be a flight.
2: This is two flights because there was a cameraman. Yeah. yeah. And Surrency were there. So, anyways, cool. I guess that you're doing it. Yes. But I just kind of found it. Really out of the norm.
3: Yes, Dif- different than what we're used to.
2: Yeah, and if it was a race to... I mean, I'm guessing that, you know, Channel 5 and Channel 8, when they have their meetings, the sports department meets, and trying to come up with the unique stories to, to win the sweeps or mm-hmm. whatever, to get noticed in ratings period, this thing never even came up. No, not at all.
3: I mean, no, hey, there's ch- this freshman quarterback from Arizona. Well, go interview
2: the parent. Really? Okay. Anyways, uh, found it odd. Great that they did, I guess. Expensive, but... Um, not how I would have spent my money, but it wasn't my money to spend. No, that is very, very true. In two. Uh, so last night, um, look, and I wanted to watch Baylor and, and West Virginia, as I said, just because we Baylor got, is coming up on Iowa State's schedule. Haven't seen them since very early in the season. Wanted to get a look to see, you know, how that uh, rules team is progressing throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Trent, my God, yuck. Yuck.
3: Yeah, uh, yuck. Yeah, and they I, missed a couple of field goals
2: West Virginia did in the did. first
3: quarter. They did. Uh, apparently that was the wake-up call they needed the lost Iowa State a yes. couple of weeks ago because they came out guns a-blazing. That second quarter was oh, atrocious. I mean, great if you're a West Virginia fan. Depending on your angle, either yuck, like I said, mm-hmm. or beautiful from the West Virginia perspective. And now they're right back with this final four games at Texas, TCU, at Okie State, Oklahoma. Wow. Everything's in front of
2: them. It is. It is. You can say that, and you're right. Oklahoma, Okie State, with, I was going to say Okie State's the easiest of the four, but TCU's playing like crap they right are. now.
3: They are. And that game's at home. Is for it? West Virginia. Okay.
2: Yeah. So they got to go all the way out I probably,
3: you power rank it at Texas, one. Oklahoma at home, two. TCU. Just
2: because it's at home, I see where you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fear factor you're talking about.
3: At Okie State 3 and then TCU four. I think probably so. I'd but say, it, that's it's fair. not an easy slate, however you dice Mm-mm. it up. Mm-mm.
2: Iowa State's got Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State, Texas, and mm-hmm. this game against Texas Tech this week. Um, this massive game for Iowa State. Massive, massive, massive. If they don't want to play Incarnate Word, they've got Yes, right.
3: Yes. It's, and I, I love them. Like I said at the top, I, I think... A great opportunity. I just think they're better, and I understand Bowman's been a nice quarterback, and, mm-hmm. and their offense is so much better. Obviously, tall
2: receivers, but Iowa State practice. The Iowa State's corners yeah. go up against tall receivers every day in practice, and they
3: have for the last couple of years. This Texas Tech team has improved. I don't think they're at the level of Iowa State.
2: We'll find out. They certainly haven't been the last couple of years. No. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, sixty-six to ten, Joel Lanning, five touchdowns in that football game,
3: thirty-one thirteen last year mm-hmm. down in Lubbock. Mm-hmm. They they've dominated since Matt Campbell has taken over. I don't think there's that much improvement. Maybe I'm missing
2: something. Here. Defense is better, Trent. It is defense is better for Texas Tech, and that is—I mean—they've been historically bad, right? And so you'd have to think, even for like a baby step, they're going to be better than they've been.
3: We'll ask Dylan if he's got anything for us. Help well, us
2: Dylan's coming up in about 15 minutes or not even, because we got to get our break. John Bowen Camp coming in from the Hawkeye over in the eastern part of the state. He's also a big Dodger fan. Do we dare?
3: Oh. Oh, we're you're gonna bring it up. Up. Oh, we're, we're bringing it up to the Wise Owl, and I know I already know his response. They'll Everything's be, fine? They'll be fine. They'll be fine they'll is the be response. Fine. That's okay. what he always says, they'll be fine. When they were 16 and 26 at the beginning of the year, I asked him, they'll be fine. We'll ask him today, they'll be fine. We'll, the response from the Wise Owl.
2: That response is coming up next. Then Dylan Montz, Mitch Holtz's voice of the Chiefs this hour. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conner and myself take you until 1 o'clock here on 1700 The Champ.
1: The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700. The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans.
4: Hi, this is Baron Geiger, president of Caring Hands Food Pantry in Altoona, and we have some exciting news. This month, in partnership with DMARC, we launched Caring Hands Eastview at Eastview Community Center, located at 4101 East 42nd Street in Northeast Des Moines. Northeast Des Moines has been identified as a part of our community where food insecurity among families and children is significant. Can you help us make a difference and fight hunger in our city by donating or volunteering? To get involved, just contact David Harper at Eastview Community Center at 515-809-2356. That's 515-809-2356. 809-2356. And as always, thank you for your support.
5: There's nothing small about your business, your passion, your hours, your reputation. It's all huge. Your partnerships,
3: even bigger. With Dell Small Business Technology Advisors, you'll get the tech, advice, and one-on-one partnership to help your business grow. Because with reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors, you can focus on what matters most, getting business done. Call 877 by dell to speak with an advisor today. That's 877 by dell
6: What does building a better bank look like? It starts with building Capital One cafes, warm, inviting places that feel nothing like a typical bank, where you can open an account with no fees or minimums in five minutes, and you'll always find people ready to help you, not sell you. Welcome to Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? For consumers only. Offered by Capital One and A-member FDIC. Cafes available in select locations. Copyright 2018 Capital One.
5: Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
0: Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply.
2: Combat Hunger is Iowa's largest food and fun drive, supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Your business, school, or organization can help fight hunger by holding a food and fun drive now through November the 16th. Learn more and sign up at foodbankiowa.org slash hunger Join the fight today.
3: Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com.
1: Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The champ.
2: All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Conant and myself take you until 1 o'clock. John Bone camp from the Hawkeye on the Hawkeyes coming up here momentarily. Dylan Montz in about, oh, six or seven minutes. Dylan will preview Texas Tech and Iowa State. Uh, then Mitch Holta slides in. Mitch, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs play here home and away all season long. Their next game is at noon on Sunday, as they take on the Denver Broncos and AFC West tilt, Mitch will slide on in here. Give us the latest on that. And in the noon hour, uh, Dave Sinekin, the head cheese.com, Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikings, and then Bama Bob Trent and I will go around college football. I want to let you know that uh, all of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline and that Paul Allen's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive, Mr. and Mrs. Executive, is your local hair replacement experts. Proudly serving Polk County for more than 40 years. Hair loss is a personal experience that can affect many as, uh, facets of your life. Uh, Mr. Executive, if it's time to uh, find out more about that, check him out online, Mr. Executive.com, Mr. PA, coming up in an hour. Right now, John Camp slides in here as we preview Penn State and uh, the Hawkeyes. Hello, John Camp, Ken Miller, Trent Condon, how are you? How's it going today? Doing I'm pretty doing well. Good. Well, um, you know what? Trent wants to pile on in your Dodgers, first of all. <laughs>
3: pile on? I, I just got to see the concern level. Down Oh 2 They're winning four out of five, you think, against this Red Sox team? I think they can do it. Sure, why not? We'll Anything's possible. Anything really? is possible. As I tell you, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for uh,
2: it. And and to be fair, Bueller's been terrific. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of this Bueller kid. I mean, we could see Vandy pitchers win games two and three. Price won game two, and Bueller's a Vandy guy, and he could win game three. And the uh, boy, there's a sports fan, John Bowen Camp, I know I'm rooting for your Dodgers tonight.
7: Well, I appreciate that. You know, I I think I think the Bueller. Thing, I think the way he's pitched. I think this this is. This is the night that they win, and then and then if you get into Game Four and you make it two-two, then then now you're not the best of three. So you just gotta take it one at a time. That's all you gotta do. All
2: so. right. Are, are you uh, stopped for the the tr- the pa- the uh, coming train? Hopefully you're not on the tracks. Yes,
7: yeah, yeah, no, I'm not on the tracks. It just went by. It's just a couple of engines moving somewhere. But anyway, so. Um, you'll be fine. fine. You'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, will be I'll be fine. Yeah, you'll so be I'm fine. far away from the track. So, anyway,
3: will the Hawkeyes be fine as they make their way out to Penn State? We know the history of this uh, this rivalry throughout the years. Been a lot of good games. A year ago came down to the final play. How good do you feel about the uh, Hawkeye chances going out there to state college?
7: You know a lot better than maybe a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and and I think a lot of it has to do with the way they played last week. Uh, you know, in in that situation, in the conditions they played in, and the way they were able to control the ball, control the clock, and do some of those things, and, and I just I really like their mood right now. They've played well on the road. You know, they've got some momentum right now, and 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 I do think you know right now, uh, bit, I feel a lot better about this game than I did after they played Wisconsin because you're looking at it as you know this was going to be probably the next one they would have trouble with, but. I and again, Penn states had their trouble, so I, I think I feel a lot better about this game right now than maybe a couple weeks ago.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, John. As I look at this, obviously the when you when you think about Penn State, the two that I think of is you know opening weekend when they had to go to overtime to pick off Appy State, who got waxed last night. Admittedly, their quarterback got hurt, uh, and then the Ohio State game when they should have beaten Ohio State, and you know Franklin's going to be criticized all offseason for that play call on fourth down. Not that that was the you know the single determining factor. Their wins in the Big Ten are over Indiana and Illinois, not exactly murderer's row. So I don't think that this Penn State team may be as good as some thought prior to the year when we were trying to forecast, well, who's going to be the, you know, the, the, the rival for Ohio State or who's most likely to knock off Ohio State in the East. Well, most people looked at Penn State a lot did. I, I just don't think they were as good as we thought, John.
7: No, I and I and I think and, I, and, that, and that's again that's one of those things that I that I've thought about here in the last couple of weeks when you looked at this game and I mean because you really did think hey this is a team that can um, you know be a contender and all that and now they're not and so it's I mean because you thought know, man I mean maybe this is a top ten team by the time this game rolls around so yeah they they may not be as good as as, as what we thought and I think Iowa's a lot better than what we thought they would be too. So that's why I think they have a really good chance tomorrow to to get a big win out of this.
3: We we've seen defensively certainly this team take a big step forward even with all the injuries out there. Amani Hooker, what kind of role do you anticipate? I guess they're calling it the cash formation when he slides down to play outside linebacker and could you see him at times maybe spying Trace McSorley third medium third long situations like that?
7: Sure, because I think they're gonna to have to do something like that, and I think he's I the too. one you want to do that. He's the one you want to do that in with because because of like you said, they've been able to move him around and do some different things with him, which has has made this a really creative defense. That that again, some of that just has had to do with the personnel they've had and all that. But they also realize he's a really good football player and he can do a lot of different things. So when you can do things like that, yeah, I think that's he's probably going to be the one. If they want to have a spy on on McSorley, he's going to be a, be the one to do it.
2: Uh, John Bowen, is our guest, John. Final Saturday of October. When you think back to August, where you were around this Hawkeye team, where, are, where as it as it has turned out, where were you the most wrong, or what did you miss on? I mean, a lot of people thought the linebackers that this is an all inexper- inexperienced unit that they can't be anywhere as good as they were last year. What did you miss on that you um, you know that you were wrong about this Hawkeye squad?
7: You know, I I want to say really the back seven of that defense because you just didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, where some of those guys were going to fit in and how it was going to fit. And, and what's really been interesting about that group, especially the linebackers, is they've had injuries, but they've been able to plug guys in and, and they really haven't missed a beat. In fact, in some cases, gotten better. And it's the same way with the secondary who, you know, who, who would think that you'd have two freshman corners who have played well? You know, so really, I think. That's that's where I think you know that was one of my main concerns. One of the things I said to somebody, somebody asked me, what do you think the record's going to be? And I said, well, I think 8-4, but if they can beat Wisconsin, this could be a season that looks like 2015. Mm-hmm. Well, they lost to Wisconsin, but this still looks like yes. a season that could be 2015. So, you know, really, I, I mean, I think it's just the fact of, of just the way they've played, the way they responded from that Wisconsin game. And, and, and really right now, the, the, the place they're in, you know, attitude-wise, you know, just in all the things they've done that, that has really impressed me right now.
3: You mentioned that attitude, Johnny. You get a chance to talk to these guys after games throughout the week. Give us the vibe. We've heard Kirk Ferentz a lot mention, haven't had a bad week of practice. He seems to really enjoy this group. When you talk to these guys, confidence, cockiness, where, where do you see these guys as a team when you have that opportunity to speak?
7: There's a quiet confidence about them. I mean they they buy into the Kirk line of you know they don't they don't look past the next week they don't look past the next practice and and it and it's a cliche sometimes but they're really good at staying in the moment and I think that says a lot about the character of this team that that they've been able to do that and they and they keep talking all the time well you know talking about preparation and practice. Again, it sounds like a cliche, but you know what? That's where a lot of these wins have been built, in what the things they've been doing during the week, just like last Saturday's game. They were prepared for what Maryland was going to do, and, you know, Maryland runs two plays in Iowa territory the whole day. Mm. So, yeah, they're, they're a very fundamentally sound team that is prepared well, and I think that's what's got them to this point, and I think that's what's going to carry them the rest of the way.
2: Who's the best team in the Big Ten, John Boncamp? I think.
7: Man, that's a good question because because I think Michigan's really good, but I think this Iowa team right now is is I don't want to say one a, but pretty close or one b, but I think it's pretty close to being one b. I mean, just the way they've played and and the way they've done things and and like I said, I think maybe they 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 maybe they look back a little bit at the Wisconsin game and kicked themselves for not getting one because if they get that one now all of a sudden you're talking you know like I said, go back to two thousand and fifteen mm-hmm. and what you were talking about with that team. So, you know, I mean that's what I said. I think right now they're they're clearly number two and maybe co number one if you really want to think about it.
2: Great stuff, John. Thank you. Appreciate you coming in. We'll talk to you down the road, okay? Yep. Have a good one. Yeah, good later. to talk to you. John Camp from the Hawkeyes, Penn State, Iowa, Big Ten conversation with John. Let's do likewise Dylan Monts, Ames Tribune. He's next. Texas Tech, Iowa State. Big big clash in the Big Twelve. Both of these schools like to think that they are still very much alive in this Big Twelve race, and you know what they are. Uh, Dylan Mons joins us. Dylan, Trenton, Ken, how's things?
8: Oh, it's going pretty well. How about you guys?
2: Doing pretty well. Appreciate you coming on. Well, this uh, bye week, most say that it came at the perfect time. Ray Lima uh, is going to be back. Of course, David Montgomery had some uh, some minor things that were. Uh, keeping him out of the lineup. At least they were. We saw him on the field against West Virginia. What a difference he made. Uh, what about the injuries? Is um, is everybody good to go as far as you know?
8: Yeah, it sounds like everybody was going to try to give it a go, and they were optimistic at the time about Ray Lima, Lawrence White being back. Um, they were going to kind of play it by ear with Kyle Kemp and see if he could get in uniform, but I would expect him to at least um, – to uh, be back, uh, you know, not just with headset and things like that, actually be on the sidelines in uniform and, and kind of helping pretty long. And then um, I think the jury's still out on Chase Allen a little bit, but it's sounded like he was going to try to maybe give it a go too. So, um, uh, yeah, like you said, I think the bye week came at a, at a really good time just to kind of get everybody back refreshed and, and ready for the stretch run of six games.
2: You know, you mentioned Chase Al, Let me follow up on that Trent, if you don't mind here, mm-hmm. uh, because Charlie Kohler's come in. Uh, he redshirted last year, and you've told us. Uh, I keep going back to this, Dylan, but you use one of these guys' names that uh, throughout the you know the off season into the summer, you kind of uh, made us aware of Charlie Kohler and how much the staff really likes this guy. Uh, and he's had his opportunity, and I think he's really taken advantage of it. It's going to be interesting when Allen is ready to go is, you know, how are they going to handle the reps at the tight end position? Because I think Kohler has done all he can to earn that spot.
8: Yeah, it's interesting. I actually just uh, wrote a, a lengthy feature on, on Kohler, and it, it just went on namestrip.com this morning, and then it'll be in the paper tomorrow. But it's it, I asked Matt Campbell about it earlier the week, and he said, um obviously they want to be at full strength. They want Chase Allen to be at their disposal. But um, they felt good about what Kohler could come in and do and that he was kind of locked step for step with Chase Allen in what they were asking the tight ends to do. And um, talked to Alex Kohler, the tight ends coach, and he said um, it, it's been kind of interesting to watch his progression because when they were recruiting him, they um, they knew he could catch the ball. They knew he he had some skill and uh, on the outside, but they didn't know how much – grit he had as a blocker because that's what he was going to be asked to do so much and he's really come in and I think opened some eyes because he has done that so well so far so it's it's been kind of an interesting um rise for him and I think um you know Matt Campbell said it which was interesting that he he could become a focal point for the offense uh in the years to come I know they're really high on what he can do
3: you know uh, as you look at this team and what's in front of them there's an opportunity to do something they've never done play for a big 12 championship There's still so much out there. Have you got the sense at all? I know coach speak and player speak, they're schooled pretty well and what not to say, but did you sense any of that with the bye week and maybe a chance to to dream a little bit out of this group?
8: Yeah, I think so. I mean, when you kind of start the way they did, losing, um, you know, what was it, three or first four, and and things are looking Mm -hmm. kind of down, I think you got to kind of stay within yourself a little bit. But I think the underlying thing with that group as they've always been confident in in um, their process to use that word, that that cliche word. But I mean, I think it's true. Um, There is something to it. And I think uh, they, they can kind of see and hear some of the outside projections and, you know, beating another top 10 team the other week and, and just kind of, um, I think at least as far as that goes, that kind of just is validation that they can go toe to toe with anybody in the league and, and, and have a shot here. And, and with them, Potentially being favored in five of their last six games, um, you know, I I think there's there's not any reason to think they couldn't make some sort of run, and and I'm sure sure players think about it. They try not to talk about it, at least to us, but uh, I think um, that's at least on their mind somewhat. Well,
2: I hope that that Baylor team that showed up in Morgantown is the same one that shows up in Ames in a couple of weeks, Dylan. You watched it, I know you did, because I was—I follow We follow each other on Twitter, and you were you were as uh, scratching your head as bad as I was. What happened? My God, that was awful.
8: Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Dana Holgerson said uh, earlier in the week that they were going to play their butts off um, the next time they got out, and uh, certainly Baylor was the. The, the the poor souls that were the recipient of of a, of a, a butt kicking, but I think um, that defense really came came to life and certainly made life tough on Charlie Brewer, who then actually got hurt and had to. They brought in Jalen McClendon at quarterback, and just the turnovers piled up. And I think um, West Virginia certainly bounce back offensively, too much Will Greer, too much David Sills mm-hmm. um, to really do much. But I think uh, I learned a couple things from Baylor. One, I think their rush defense is pretty good for the most part. But when you look at that Iowa State game in a couple weeks, um, I think uh, they could really take advantage of some of the passing game because that secondary is is pretty spotty right now. So um, a little Brock Purdy, a little Hakeem Butler, Matt Eaton, Deshante Jones, Tariq Milton. Um, could take advantage of some things there. But, um, you know, really impressive bounce back by West Virginia. and um, You know, just one of those tough nights for Baylor.
3: That it was a lot for, in front here. Texas Tech, what you're seeing out of this squad, better defensively, running the football more mm-hmm. than he anticipates, certainly out of a Cliff Kingsbury team.
8: Yeah, and especially when Alan Bowman, their true freshman quarterback, was hurt um, for the second half of West Virginia and then against TCU really a, a really strong running game and um, to John Henry is a guy that's come in as a true freshman and 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 been kind of a little spark in the running game and Iowa State actually was recruiting him at one point um, so there's some familiarity there but uh, I think um, you know now that Bowman's back and, and appears to be healthy um, they can have some nice balance with that offense now that they're always probably going to skew a little bit passing um, just because it's Cliff Kingsbury and that air raid offense but I think um, they have become a, become more well-rounded, and and their defense has certainly proven at times this year that that they can be a, be a pretty tough group. So uh, it's it's obviously going to be a big game um, tomorrow, and be interesting to see kind of how Iowa State responds after its bye week to come in and and play another home game.
2: No, Don. Well, the secondary's going to be tested. Uh, Bowman's going to try and chuck it all over the place. Nobody's thrown or very few quarterbacks have gone to Peavy's side of the field this year. i got to think that that's going to change because Texas Tech, as you know, has got six, five, six, six 6'6", receivers all over the field. And look, the good news is that so does Iowa State and, and Peavy and Young and Payne and company. They practice against those guys, so they there's a height advantage every single day in practice, so you would like to think that that would serve them well tomorrow. But second Secondary's going to be tested because Bowman's going to be chucking it.
8: Yeah, I actually asked John Haycock about that a few days ago, and he said certainly it helps that those guys um, practice against that height every day, but it's a little bit different in the game setting. So how you adjust to it and how quickly that takes place is is what I'm going to be looking for. And, um, you know, the Braxton Lewis is going to have to keep his eyes up and um, Greg Eyesworth and all those guys. And it'll be interesting to see how they change what their defensive schemes were because – Against West Virginia, you saw them try to bring a lot of pressure, some safety blitzes at times to get the Greer. Do they try to do that with um, a true freshman back there, um, You know, blitz some linebackers? Does Marcel Spears come off hard? Um, what does Shaquan Bailey do on the edge, who I, I think has been playing really, really well this year? Um, so what kinds of different looks do they throw at them? Because you know they're going to try to get the ball out quick and out their big playmakers, um, either on the middle or, or the edges. So. Um, You just got to find ways to affect them, and and I'm kind of interested to see how um, Haycock and company kind of dial up what they did last week or or the week before and kind of translate it to this this new offense.
3: Over to a little basketball before we let you run, Dylan, and uh, before we get into the Cyclones, former Cyclone Monte Morris. What a game. He was unbelievable, and uh, as I continue to get sucked in by the NBA, watched a lot of that last night. And it uh, seemed like all Cyclo Cyclone Nation, also according to Twitter at least last mm. night, was also watching Monte. What a performance.
8: Yeah, my, my feed was blowing up for <laughs> sure. Uh, and, and it's been interesting and, fu- and kind of fun to watch him. Um, you know, saw him uh, switch guard onto LeBron at one point. And, um, <laughs> he, he handled the ball a lot. And um, it's been kind of the same Monte that people got used to seeing. His assist-to-turnover ratio was good. But uh, his his ability to shoot from outside, I think, is something that's really grown, too. And you saw that at times last night too but uh, really impressive and especially in in crunch time minutes he was in there um, you know I think he got pulled for the last few but um, he was in there with like five minutes to go in in the competitive game on the road uh, albeit you know it's in the Staples Center against LeBron and so it's just kind of it's it's been cool to watch him and um, and see him find his way into the rotation and, and earn that trust from coaches.
2: Good stuff, Dylan. Thank you. Oh, one last thing, uh, Camillard. Any update on Cam Lard? We know that um, you know, listening, reading Travis and reading PD and everybody who was down at Big Twelve Media Days. Looks like he's going to miss a couple of games, but um, I guess he's got paying a price for some stuff that uh, happened um, at the end of last season, or certainly in the off season.
8: Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's anything necessarily new. I think it was just the uh, the series of circumstances that um, kind of caused some of his problems last year that that uh, you know kind of led him to go to the wellness center yeah. um this summer i think it's just kind of um some of the consequences from that i don't think it's necessarily anything new but um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there will be some sort of disciplinary measure once they actually start games, but um, Proms kind of played it close to the vest so far, and, and nothing concrete as as far as that goes, so it's still kind of status quo.
2: Going to be a beautiful Saturday in Ames by all accounts. Weather's supposed to be nice, sunny, and uh, low 60s uh, for Ohio. For the final October Saturday was we'll certainly signed for that. Dylan, we'll recap uh, Texas Tech with you on Monday. Thank you, Dylan Montz. Yeah, thank you, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Dylan Montz, Ames Tribune. I should have asked him about uh, when he's going to Arizona to interview Purdy's parents.
3: <laughs> soon. Soon. He's next? Yes. Jeez. Should uh, we call him up? No. I don't no. think we got time, so I don't think we do. No. Mitch
2: Holtis is coming up next. Mitch covers, he's the play-by-play voice. doesn't cover, he's the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Chiefs-Broncos, noon, airtime 11, Sunday. Can't be in front of your TV. The Chiefs play here, home and away, all season long. Trent and I until one. Ken Miller Show, 1700, the champ.
1: Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play by play coverage right here on 1700
3: The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggett.
9: Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org.
1: This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former Ford, Lincoln, and Mercury owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to AutoAirbagSettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's AutoAirbagSettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. Get ready for a revolution. Mr. Executive, we bring out your
8: best. The look that's really
1: you. And Mr. Executive, you won't believe what we can do. We make the difference. The perfect style for you. Get ready for a revolution. Revolution. Mr.
6: Executive. You can lease a car, lease a computer, you can even lease a business suit. So why not lease a hair system? Mr. Executive in Windsor Heights is proud to offer you this new opportunity. For just $200, you can enjoy real hair for 90 days. After 90 days, you can keep your new hair system with a $200 fee going towards the purchase price. Call Mr. Executive at 274-4049 or visit them at 6983 University in Windsor Heights. Get
1: ready for a revolution. Your executive
2: Once upon a time, many years ago, the Ronald McDonald House of Central Iowa began helping families who have a sick or injured child. Today, you can help these families and enjoy a great night out at the 19th Annual Ronald McDonald House Gala on Saturday, November the 3rd. The theme this year is Once Upon a Time, so come dressed up in your fairy tale costume and enjoy great food, drinks, and a silent auction. Reserve your tickets or table at rmhdesmoines.org. That's rmhdesmoines.org.
0: thinking about selling your home soon listen up as this will save you big money charterhouse real estate is a full service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical six or seven percent commission structure that you are used to we charge sellers 24.95 plus three percent we know math stinks so think about it like this if you were selling a two hundred thousand dollar house you would save roughly thirty five hundred dollars with us versus a six percent commission if your home is four hundred thousand the savings would be ninety five hundred dollars House Real estate is a team office under space simply
1: Real sports talk for real sports fans back to Miller and Condon on 1700 the champ.
2: Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself take you until 1 o'clock here this afternoon. Coming up in the noon hour, the voice of the Vikings slides on in here. Dave Sinekin on the Packers and the Rams. A lot of NFL conversation coming up here in the next 30 or 45 minutes. Then we'll get back to the college game. Right now he's the voice of the Chiefs. The Chiefs play here home and away all season long. This one's got a chance to be real ugly. <laughs> if you're a fan of the of <laughs> team on the other side of the field at Arrowhead, hello, Mitch Holtis. How are you?
10: Well, hello, Ken. Yes, your Broncos come in for a rematch just 27 days later, 28 days later from the, uh, the first one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is saying, where are the Raiders? This is Mahomes' ninth NFL game, and three of them will that's, have been against the Denver Broncos.
2: That's an excellent point. Uh, yeah, because he played Week 17 in Denver to finish out the uh, regular season last year. Uh, you know what, Mitch? Honestly, I think that was Denver's best game of the year, in my opinion, was the game against the Chiefs. Um, yep. they, they they did some things that maybe confounded the young QB at parts of the game. Uh, still, many, when it matters, though, they, they found a way to win in Denver. Yeah. Um, and I expect the same. Well, do you expect the same this week? Do you think it's going to be a relatively tight game at least for a while before Kansas City pulls away? Because they're a better football team, Mitch.
10: Yeah, but I expect it to be tight. One, I think Denver's a couple things here. Denver's got some confidence back after they blew out uh, Arizona 45-10. to 10. Mm-hmm. Two, they've had 10 days to prepare. They get that Thursday to the next Sunday advantage. Uh, of the game following the tough Sunday Thursday turnaround, and then three, I think the uh, the evolution of Bradley Chubb, the outstanding mm-hmm. uh, rookie uh, outside linebacker, the opposite side of Von Miller, uh, the Chiefs' kingdom all you know took a gulp when they saw him fall to the fifth pick of the draft. Now there's two Von Millers, and he's really emerged the last couple of weeks. I think those factors make this. A uh, extremely competitive game. Now, I'm going to put an asterisk mm-hmm. on that, though, because if the Chiefs jump on them yes, early, I don't know how they'll react. This has been a bizarre week, as you know, okay. in the Bronco Nation, with Chad Kelly being yeah. dismissed from the team, and then that whatever that party was that Von Miller had mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a Cowboy theme, and it looked much different on the videos that were released. Mm-hmm. I don't know of the mental framework of this Bronco team, that's why I give it
2: an asterisk. Yeah, a couple of that with the, uh, the turmoil in the Bolin family as lawsuits flying around trying to gain control of this franchise. Won't affect what's on the field, but you're right, it's been a tumultuous week in the Mile High City. Speaking of emerging, Mitch, D. Ford was one of those guys that Chiefs fans were kind of scratching their head about is, you know, when are we going to see D. Ford's light go on? It is shining brightly, Mitch Holtus.
10: Sure is. Only Aaron Donald. Only Aaron Donald of the Rams has more combined knockdowns and quarterback hurries than D Ford and his five sacks. Honestly, Ken, when you look at his body of work for seven weeks, it's very Von Miller ish. And he's doing the things that Von Miller does on a consistent basis and has throughout his career. He's doing it this year. A couple things. One, I think he's being better coached by Mike Smith. who has been given more latitude to coach him. And two, he is uh, he totally retrained himself. He retrained himself physically, mentally, and emotionally. Physically, he retrained. He's, he trained his core. He reduced his upper body training. He changed his diet. He changed his approach. But his core work and his lower body power is showing up on the field.
3: Mitch, uh, also some good news defensively. as He mentioned D Ford and how well he has played. Daniel Sorensen back at practice. When's the soonest you expect to see him out on the field, and, and how quickly can he jump back in and maybe become a starter again?
10: Well, first of all, he's limited, you know. Since he was on IR, uh, he can practice this week but cannot be activated. I do think, I don't think I'm ahead of myself by saying that he could be active for this week. Now, what does he bring to the table? More than you think, because he is a—he's kind of an underrated athlete. He is the best back end. Twenty sixteen plays uh, his pick, He saves the game against the Chargers with a very athletic interception, where he went up with one hand on a corner route and pulled down an interception to save the game. He brings that kind of potential for an explosive, impactful play that the Chiefs have not had in the secondary. They had one last week with Ron Parker with the pick six against Andy Dalton. But uh, Sorensen gives you a chance for more of those.
2: Mm. Mitch, the trade deadline's next Tuesday. Um, You know, there's already been some movement in the league this year. Trade deadline in the NFL used to be a complete snooze fest of the four major sports. It's still the least active of the bunch. But could there be something? I mean, I'm sure everybody's going to listen. Do you expect the Chiefs to be listening? Do you expect the Chiefs to be making calls? What do you think happens?
10: Everything's on the table, Ken. I'm going to tell you, everything's on the table. Uh, and, you know, the Patrick Peterson rumors have been strong, but yep. they want a King's ransom. Uh, and Peterson said, I'm going to be an Arizona Cardinal. Everything's on the table. There's nothing I could say, well, no, if that's not there. That's not there because right. other than trading Patrick Holmes. But it has to work. It has to work with salary cap. It has to work with trading. i, I mentioned this several times. I'll continue to say it. My goal for years was that the Chiefs would be the AFC Packers. They have become that since Andy Reid rolled into town. Mm -hmm. Five years, 59 wins, back-to-back division titles. Right now, arguably the best team in the AFC. Well, how do the Packers do it? The Packers will attack the season they're in, but they never mortgage their future. Uh, So, I know it sounds like I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth here, but I think everything's on the table, but the Chiefs will not mortgage their future to do something for this year saying, oh, my gosh, this is the year you've got to do it because Mahomes is just getting started.
2: Yeah, I agree, Mitch. I mean, it seems like, and I'm with you as far as pecking order, power rankings, if you will, in the AFC. I know that the the Patriots beat them in New England. Love to see that game again, and we may, and but hopefully it'll be an arrowhead this time. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. I just hope it's close, Mitch. I really do. I don't want to be uh, curled up in a fetal position because I think this team is this good. Chiefs, and they're not going anywhere, Mitch. This is the thing. If you're a fan of the Raiders, if you're a fan of the Chargers, if you're a fan of the Broncos, this Chiefs team, their window is wide open, and it has just opened. Yep,
10: that's, and that's true, and I'm not saying that to be braggadocious because I've been on the other side of this. Uh, I was on the other side of this with the Raiders with their spurt in the early 2000s with Rich Gannon, who should have been quarterbacking our team. That was painful. I was on the other side of it when John Elway was doing his thing in the late 90s and mm-hmm. Peyton Manning in at 12, 13, 14, 15. Chargers have never got to that level, but uh, I've been on the other side when the Chiefs are going in with, you know, a firecracker and the other team's holding a bazooka. Now that thing is the, the thing has shifted, but you are right, and I don't say it to. To be, to be boastful. I'm just saying it is true. This Chiefs team's loaded, and they are just getting started, and the defense is going to get nothing but better.
2: Mm. Well, your team's the Chiefs. My team's the Broncos. We can come together on one thing this weekend when it's all over. If you were in Des Moines or I was in Kansas City, we'd settle down. We'd break pizza together. How about that?
10: We would, and that's why the Donaldsons are always bring pizza of peace. We would have a uh, peace accord Probably at the casino in Osceola, get on neutral ground, or meet at the uh, fireworks stand at Eagleville, Missouri, and say, let's have peace and have pizza. Uh, Honestly, these Sunday nights have been huge for the folks at Papa John's in Des Moines uh, with the Chiefs on the last two Sunday nights. Uh, But they've got specials going on, closing out the month here. We'll have a new special coming up in November. But it just seems like people are excited about the Cyclones and the Hawkeyes, and they're fired up about that. But... Seems like this pizza and football go together hand-in-hand, hand, and nothing better than Papa John's Pizza from my Donaldson boys and the rest of the managers
2: throughout Iowa. Good stuff, Mitch Holtus. We will talk to you next week. Thank you, Mitch. Peace, my friend. Let there be peace on earth. There indeed will be. See you, hey, pal. Mitch. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holtus, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Broncos this week at Brownies, at Zona. Mexico City to take on the Rams. And then their bye week.
3: Did you see the look-ahead line for Rams-Chiefs in Mexico City? No, I did not. So let me guess. Do you have it?
2: I do. It's tight. It's really tight. And the Rams are favored because it's Los Angeles. The Rams
3: are favored two. Full field goal. Full field goal. Westgate has the Rams as a full field goal favorite in Azteca. Azteca Stadium.
2: Um, You're betting that today. Here's $100, Trent. You have to bet this game. Rams. Rams have a defense. Rams. Chiefs defense is improving.
3: Sorensen coming back. See, I'm not a big Sorensen guy. I remember that injury, and you, you mentioned that when it happened. Yeah. And they've they've gotten by. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, gotten by with that one, Eric Berry all season yeah, long too.
3: The two safeties that have started for them haven't been with the team at the beginning. That's of the year. That's a good point. I mean, Fair point. Two not just guys that you had. They weren't with the, with the organization.
2: Mm-hmm. Off the street guys.
3: It's, yeah, it's a, that's impressive. That's mm-hmm. really impressive to do with the defense. That offensive line's banged up too.
2: Yeah, the the Canadian doctor Duvernay Tardif is out. Morse
3: was out last week with and a. They, and Morse is a
2: player. Yes, Morse he is. is a
3: player. So maybe a few concerns. But it's football, right? Mm-hmm. Injuries happen. Four weeks, then a bye. They're
2: off Thanksgiving weekend. Think about that. That's that's crazy. Noon hours coming up next. Dave Sinek and theheadcheese.com. Paul Allen, the voice of the Vikes. Bama Trent and I in our picks on 1700 The Champ.
1: 1700 The Champ with The Drive. Every weekday afternoon. Wolfgang and Trent Condon have you covered for The Drive home. Real sports
3: talk for real sports fans. dot com.
9: get down to the Mustang Grill and Grimes, 213 Southeast Main Street, and take advantage of the daily lunch specials under $10. Mustang Grill and Grimes now features Fat Daddy's Barbecue. Adding to classics like the Mustang Burger and Takedown Chicken, now you can also enjoy Fat Daddy's Ribs, Pulled Pork, and Catfish Nuggets along with his amazing sides. Mustang Grill and Grimes has everything you need to make you feel right at home. Whether you're looking for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, Mustang Grill and Grimes is your home for good food, family, and fun. Unwind with karaoke every Thursday. Feeling lazy? Mustang Grill now offers delivery through Food Dudes. Mustang Grill and Grimes. 213 Southeast Main Street. Mustang Grill is this week's sweet deal of the week. Get a $50 certificate to Mustang Grill for only $25. Now that's a sweet deal. There's a limited number of these Mustang Grill certificates available and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700 thechamp.com Find Macy's lowest prices of the season on specials, like 40% off packable coats for
6: her, 60% off diamond pendants and bands, bras $12.99, panties $7 for $27, take 50% off shoes and boots for her, and designer men's suits are 65% off through October 28th at Macy's. Savings off sale prices exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards now offers benefits everyone can enjoy no matter how they pay. Sign up for free in-store or at macy's.com slash star